0: Sure, you probably noticed ever since Easter Sunday, all of the first readings at our Sunday masses have come from the Acts of the Apostles, and we've been hearing about what was happening with the disciples of Jesus after the resurrection. And in today's reading, we see them at a very interesting time. Now is the time between the ascension of Jesus and Pentecost. Jesus has ascended to the Father, as he told the disciples he would. And in today's reading, we see the apostles just waiting for the gift of the Holy Spirit who had been promised to them by Jesus. And so this is a really key moment for them. And it's so interesting to see how they spent their time. Here, the church is about to be born. The disciples are about to begin their own work of spreading the gospel, that work that they've been handpicked for by Jesus. they're all gathered together in the upper room and they don't spend their time strategizing or planning they don't spend their time studying maps to figure out who's going to go where they don't spend their time packing up provisions for their journeys as the reading says so beautifully so simply together they devoted themselves to constant prayer they knew that, that was the most important thing that they could do. And in this short, beautiful passage from the Acts of the Apostles, we really see one of the first images of the church at prayer. We see the disciples, these first Christians, men and women, gathered together, praying together, and we see Mary, the mother of Jesus in their midst, praying with them and praying for them. And it's so clear that this is exactly like what we're doing here, because we too know how important this is. All of us, men and women, disciples of Jesus, we're here together praying to Jesus with Mary in our midst, praying with us and for us. And it's been this way for 2,000 years. This is the beauty of the church. And I imagine that the disciples were praying for a lot of the same things that we pray for. They were very much like us, a lot of the same emotions. And in many ways, this was a stressful time for them. And so, first, I think they were praying for each other and maybe even praying to move beyond some of the tensions that they were feeling. Remember, they weren't saints yet, They had not yet received the Holy Spirit, and I have to believe that humanly speaking, there were still some unresolved issues among them. For example, I imagine that Peter was still stinging from his denial of Jesus, and probably well aware that the others hadn't forgotten about it. I imagine doubting Thomas was a little embarrassed by the weakness of his faith, by his unwillingness to believe in the resurrection, until he had concrete proof. He was probably thinking of the scene he'd made a few weeks before. And I imagine that James and John were still struggling with their ambitions to be the first to be the greatest in the group. And finally, I imagine that the women who were there, probably some of the same women who remained at the foot of the cross when the apostles ran away they might have had some concerns about the apostles' ability to lead them. But the point is, they all knew that the only way to be true to Jesus and to be able to do all that he asked of them was to be at peace with each other. And the best way for them to do that was to pray with and for each other, and so they prayed. Second, I have to imagine that they were praying for God to help them work through the fears and the confusion that they were feeling. I mean, imagine the fear they felt as they remained in hiding in that upper room, deathly afraid that what had happened to Jesus could easily happen to them. And certainly, they were feeling confusion and uncertainty about what was next and how they should respond, and so they prayed. And I suspect that the most important thing they were praying for was for hearts that would be completely open to that promised gift of the holy spirit they knew how strongly they longed for this gift and how badly they needed it and they knew that if they were open to the holy spirit that he'd guide them through these uncertain difficult times that he'd help them achieve the peace that they were looking for that he'd help them work through their fears and that he'd give them the wisdom that they needed to do the right things and make the right choices. And so they prayed. And what we see happening with them is so important and so relevant to us. We find ourselves in similar situations. Fear and uncertainty in this time of pandemic are inevitable. And like the disciples, we have enormous tensions and stress in our lives, probably more than ever before. Even things like social distancing and quarantining have been very difficult, especially for our students. Loss of jobs in many of their families has created unimaginable hardships. And sickness and death have caused untold heartaches. And so like the disciples, we need to make important decisions about moving forward. We need to figure out what our new normal is going to look like in our homes, in our workplaces, and especially for us right here on our campus. And to do this well, to do it wisely, just like the disciples, we have to be grounded in prayer. And so like them, we've come together today, we come together every Sunday to devote ourselves to prayer. Today and every Sunday, this is our Upper Room. Today, we find ourselves right here praying with and for each other, praying for our Friar family in the presence of Jesus and in the company of Mary, who prays with us and for us as she always had. And it's true that we're not together physically in this virtual environment, but we're united spiritually, and that's what really matters. And today, just like we do every time we come together in prayer, we open ourselves up to the Spirit, and we pray for the wisdom that we need to make the right choices. And because we're open to the Spirit, we can be at peace, even in a difficult time. We can move beyond and deal with the uncertainty and the tension and the fears that, especially in recent months, have kind of defined our lives. So as we continue today, let's recognize and appreciate how much we have in common with those early apostles and disciples, how more than ever we need to pray. And above all, let's recognize that in the presence of Jesus and in the company of Mary, there is no room for anger or tension, and there is no need for fear.